All right, welcome to another episode of uh, Behind the Stage. With me right now is uh, the man behind Route 196, and he also happens to play bass for a band you might know called the Itchy Worms. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the show. Thank you for uh, talking to me. Uh, Kelvin Yu uh, is joining us right now. And uh, thank Hello. you, Kelvin, uh, na sa podcast ko. And uh, of course. Naman? Uh, before anything else, how how is the ECQ treating you? Kumusta naman? Anong pinagkakaabalahan mo? Especially activities with the Itchy Worms. Um, okay naman. Uh, actually, we're, we're currently on our, uh, ano ba to? 40th day na ba to? I think so. Lagpas isang buwan na for sure. Yeah. So, parang siguro sa, nung, nung first, ano, first, uh, first week was really parang hard kasi everyone was still trying to get used to ano ba tong gagawin natin. Tapos, ang gulo pa na lahat, dami mga fake news na magla-lockdown. Tapos syempre, yung mga tao, concern nila, pucha, groceries and shit like that, di ba? So, ngayon, parang medyo nag-stabilize na ngayon eh. Parang medyo, alam mo na na, oh, basta may pass naman ako, makakalabas ako to do the groceries and stuff like that. So, I think, ano na, uh, mas, mas okay na ngayon. Medyo, ako personally, medyo nasasanay na ako. Na, mga sirobad ng last week, medyo nasanay na ako. <laughs> na, alam mo yun, yung, na-accept ko na yung <laughs> <laughs> well, it is actually the new norm. And uh, actually, um, when we started behind the stage, uh, it, it was really something to do during the quarantine. And it just so happens that uh, aside from playing in a band, the Itchy Worms, uh, you're also actually the main guy behind uh, Route 196. Um, before we get into the history Kamusta uh, naman ang Route 196? Uh, I'm sure you, you guys can't wait to reopen ulit and musicians are are really waiting for this to be over with para makatugtog na ulit. Kamusta um, naman siya? Like, uh, how, how is the staff? How is, ano? Um, okay naman ngayon. Well, syempre, ngayon, like, sarado kami ngayon. And syempre, kawawa rin yung, yung um, staff kasi syempre, you know, we really can't like afford to pay them a full month salary pa rin, diba? So we're trying to like do things for them. We try to let, let's say, um, yung, let's say ito, syempre nagiging ano na tayo, ah, technical, diba? There's this like, uh, yung ayuda, yung tetaw na ayuda, yung, yung sa dole. So we, we, on our, on our part, kasi we try to let, ano na lang, out of our own pockets, kami mga partners. Kasi partners ko dito sila, Jogs, uh, kabanda ko and si Sol and Ted of Sponge Cola and si Nicole Sarmiento of uh, Red Ninja along with one of one another partner si Wako. So yung ano we just ano na lang parang we foot the bill muna nag advance muna kami sa kanila ng yung take 5000 na dapat pupunta sa kanila from from the department of department of labor na hindi pa nakukuha hanggang ngayon. So yun we try to we try our best to ano to you know kung meron kasi lang makailangan as much as we can we and now we get it out of our own pockets na lang kasi to be honest ang route 196 naman hindi naman siya money making venture din mga mayayaman dito it's just like passion lang namin we want to give something back to the to the to the music industry kasi natulungan na naman na kami ng venues like route 196 uh, sagiho freedom bar 70s to name a few diba when we were starting out and we just wanted to like give pay it forward na makatulong so right now um, sana lahat ng tao um, mag, ano, eventually sana pagbalik natin lahat magkaroon tayo ng I don't know kung how I, I really don't know how the landscape ng live music will be when we get back from the ECQ kasi obviously hindi naman yan let's say hanggang May 15 ang ECQ hindi naman yan May 16 may gig agad eh, ba syempre mga tao mga takot pa yan lumabas and syempre ba parang I've seen, although I've seen mga videos or, and articles ng mga bars abroad like sa Sweden, may mga bars doon na, I think Sweden is one of the most lax eh, sa, sa, sa quarantine thing na, well, nakakatulong na kasi na sobrang konti lang tao nila compared to like other regular countries, ba? So parang may nakita akong article na may mga gigs sila na 40 people lang sa isang gig tapos magkakalayo lahat. So maybe that will be the new normal eventually, ba? I don't know. I don't know kung paano dito, nagagawin dito. But definitely, I think online, yung mga virtual gigs, 
like what we've been seeing in the past few weeks, I think that will that will kind of be the new normal, at least for the foreseeable future. Diba? Kasi ikaw mismo, tayo mismo, di naman tayo sasabak din sa gigagad, di ba? Kasi nakakatakot din. Di ba? Yun, and I'm sure kayo, like ikaw, ikaw na tumutugtog ka rin si PV, na tumutugtog din. I'm sure lahat tayo, hindi pa natin alam doon kung ano mayayari. Di ba? I'm glad you touched on the the partners ng Route 196 because basically this podcast is uh, we're gonna go back in time ng konte, medyo revisit natin yung past. Because um, a lot of people don't know the the specific details. Um, dong sa history ng Route 196, when the, I, I, I is it right? May previous owners and then you guys a sort of uh, pinasa sa inyo yung uh, yung torch to 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 keep it alive and what ano ano yung can you take us back yeah. dun sa history ng Route 196 as far as you know okay uh, hindi ko na maalala exact year ano bang 2020 so i think baka bandang 2000 sino bandang 2000 2013 2014 parang ganoon thereabouts pa ano siya uh, one of the kasi marami nang ano yan eh yung Route 196 napakatagal na ng lugar niyan i think unang-una niyan was uh Pilo. Hindi ko maalala yun sa Katipuna yung Pilo. Tapos naging Border Grill. Yeah. Tapos, basta ma- maraming incarnations yan eh. And, interestingly, kung ano man yung first na incarnation ng Route 196, yung Border Grill yata, si Mads na yung tao doon. Okay. <laughs> yung kinala natin si Mads, si Mads na yung tao doon. So talagang, through the years talaga siya. Yung kanta na, through the years. Yan siya yun. <laughs> Anyway, so tumutugtog na kami talaga si Route 196 since beef, since uh, early days na Itchworms. Tapos nakilala ko yung nakilala ko rin yung mga owners. Uh, isa doon yung one of the owners there was si JP Balboa. Tapos si Alan si Alan Madrilejos of uh, of FHM, previously of FHM. Ko lang, oh, FHM yeah. Nakilala ko sila tapos eventually si JP and na siya, he, he was about to get married. So parang he wanted to concentrate na yung yung time niya sa family sa kid niya and then so he asked me if I wanted to ano to kumbaga pass niya sa akin yung yung shares niya ganon so sige sige parang wala naman at that time interested naman ako at I, I had I had no previous experience sa running a, a bar and inisip ko na parang nasa music industry na naman ako so I think I kind of know at the very least the musician side ng ng bar pero hindi lang pala yun yun marami pa lang ibang bagay yun <laughs> Like the free beers you give to the bands every night, <laughs> yeah. So para maga, so and dami ko rin natutunan, na, naming lahat natutunan these past uh, seven years yata, mga seven years na rin kami dyan. So okay, then learning experience and napasa sa amin and hopefully naman, actually ito, ito rin yung pinag-usapan namin ng partners sa sabi namin, guys, itong Route 196, hindi naman to, let's, let's not, ano, let's not, um, let's not have uh, parang uh, grand expectations Hindi naman tayo yaman dito eh, di ba? Basta lang, hindi tayo maging abonado and then we keep everybody happy. It's actually parang, ano na rin, parang pay it forward na for the music scene tapos yung staff friend na, mag- na magkatrabaho pa rin sila tuloy-tuloy, kami okay na kami doon. So, sa ngayon, hopefully after the ECQ, magawan pa rin namin. So, yun, after pinasa ni JP sa amin, eventually nayaya namin yung Sponge Cola Boys, si Sol, na yung manager nila, tapos si, ano, si Ted, yung drummer. Tapos eventually, nayaya din namin si Nicole Sarmiento of, ano, of uh, Red Ninja to come on board kasi siya, siya yung madalas na nag, ano, eh, nagpa-prod sa Route 196. Tapos, naisip rin namin na it was really um, a strategic uh, move on our part to get her on board kasi kami, si Jokes, ako, tsaka si Sol, tsaka si Ted, let's admit that tumatanda na kami, hindi na kami masyadong in-touch sa... Diba? Hindi na kami masyadong in-touch sa mga music ngayon. Eh. Yung mga indie, wala na ako alam dyan. So it was really nice to get Nicole Sarmiento on board. Na para siya na yung kumbaga siya yung parang kumbaga yung A and R namin na siya na yung mas in touch sa bago. In the same way as nung kinuha kami before on board, kami yung parang naging young ears ng mga existing owners na tumanda na rin. Diba? Kasi panahon sila, tagal na, ang tagal na rin nila na in, in the scene. I think Route 196 parang to, parang mid-2000s pa yata yan or late 2000s, diba? So, iba na yung music scene nung time na, na, na pumasok kami na 2014 to 2013. So, parang ano, parang passing of the torch na lang kasi lalo na yung mga, yung mga live live music venues, 
you cannot really survive na first batch ng owners hanggang sa dulo eh. Hindi talaga eh. kasi you will eventually lose touch of the of the market eh. Hindi mo maiiwasan 'yan. Kahit gaano ka ka-savvy, kahit gaano ka open sa music, eventually ano ba ikaw, Joey, ano kahit sa mong ano ka, you nakikinig ka sa mga music ngayon, babalik pa rin tayo sa mga roots natin na trip natin, eh, di ba? Yeah. <laughs> so, wala kumbaga, talaga. You have to be in it talaga eh, di ba? Yung yes. the so-called uh, eksena, kumbaga. Mm. Totoo yan, kasi, kasi halimbawa tayo, na-appreciate natin yung mga bago, pero end of the day, babalik pa rin tayo sa mga trip natin noong 90s eh. Yeah. <laughs> Early 2000s, di ba? <laughs> I'm curious ako, although uh, I'll cut the history uh, a bit short. Uh, curious ako, like you personally, do you, no, of course, I'm sure nung pinasa sa'yo, it was fun. And um, it was also during a time na super active ka. So like you mentioned, it made sense. Kumbaga, I own a bar, I'll play in my own bar, di ba? Every now and then. Pero nagkaroon ka din ba ng thought na, like it's very interesting na sinabi niyo, it was good to get Nicole. Nagkaroon ka rin ba ng emotional or personal dilemma na nung naisip mo na, oh yeah, parang, Uh, dati gusto ko lang tumugtog eh. Now, I'm considering, I'm I'm learning business shit. <laughs> na parang, parang dumarating, dumating ba sa'yo yung time na yun na, putang ina, no? pinoproblema ko yung, yung the stuff na hindi ko pinoproblema before. <laughs> so, nagkaroon ka rin ba ng dilemma na ganun, personally, na, oh my God, parang dami ko inaasikaso ah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, totoo yan, totoo yan. Actually, that's a very, very, very good uh, and valid point. Kasi dati, sasampal ako sa bar, tutugtog ako, I get my beer stuffs, I get my free beer, tutugtog ako, lasing ako, uwi ako. Okay na yun, eh, di ba? Pero, pero when when I when we got into Route 196, ang dami pa palang ibang aspects. Like, una-una, ito yung unang-una na napaka-obvious pero hindi ko naisip, wear and tear ng gamit. Di ba? Parang, di ba yung gamit mo nga sa bahay na hindi mo araw-araw ginagamit, nasisira mo eh. <laughs> What more yung mga gamit na araw-araw guma- may gumagamit na iba-ibang tao, di ba? So, ang hirap, ang hirap na. So, yun, parang that, yung basic upkeep and maintenance ng bar, that's also one major thing to consider. Kasi, pag nasira yung base up mo, hindi man pwede sabihin na parang next time na yan, eh, paano, paano yung gigma mo yung gabi? So, kailangan mong gawa ng paraan o either humiram ka or magpa-repair ka. Tapos, maliban doon, yung staff din. Siyempre, yung staff mo, kailangan mo rin pasuelduhan. So, talagang, ano talaga siya? It's a very, kumbaga, parang day-to-day thing talaga siya na, ano, na, hindi siya, for me, at least for me, I don't see talaga, see, see it talaga as a money-making thing. Parang it's very, very hand-to-mouth thing na parang, kung malakas yung gig tonight, okay tayo. Tapos bukas naman, pag mahina yung gig, shit, yari tayo, sa tayo kuha ng pambayad sa, sa, sa staff natin. Yung gano, ganong tipo. So, yun nga, I learned a lot in the sense na, hindi lang pala yung bar it's not just the, what you see on stage diba it, there are so many other things na isa pa pala paying suppliers paying your electric, electricity bill paying your water bill diba yung suppliers mo na sisingilin ka every week diba parang paano yun kung wala kong kung mahina yung mga prods mo diba kasi may mga prods ako na na experience kami sa Route 196 na yung mga nanood lang yung mga banda that's not but that's that's a very common thing na nangyari sa sa atin diba tapos may mga gabi pa doon na ano kami kami lang ng mga partners ang nagiiinuman doon pagagalan <laughs> diba so yun mahirap din talaga in the sense na you can't make, really make money out of it but if it's your side gig na for the, for fun lang basta hindi ka abonado diskartehan mo i think it's it's ano it's fulfilling then at the end of the day when when it was first proposed to you um especially knowing uh, you know knowing all musicians mabarkada tayo we have so many friends so many people around us marami ding bang nagsabi sa iyo na ay dude bar music bar tangina men wag <laughs> dude wala yan i mean uh, was it something you knew already pero or ano or marami ding bang nag advice sa iyo na cuz i can imagine like from a personal experience tuwing may brilliant idea ako parang there's always five people na sasabihin dude medyo talo yung idea mo <laughs> yeah actually maganda rin na bring up mo yan kasi we 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 used to play madalas sa ano sa Merix before nung buhay pa yung Merix tapos syempre nakakatamboy namin si si, si Eric yung miyare si Eric so siya, siya talaga nagsabi ever si sabi niya sabi niya pare tangina walang pera dito abonado pa ako dito sa Merix <laughs> diba so parang minana na lang niya yung business niya from his parents it's not even 
him yung first ano eh first uh lineup mm-hmm. na Mayrex. Kumbaga alam ko parents niya kundi yung nagkakaulit parents niya hanggang sa naging siya tapos yung natatawa lang ako sa kanya pag nagkikita kami sa Mayrex before na yun nga tumutugtog kami sa Mayrex na back to back namin before yung ano uh Orange and Lemons. Mm-hmm. Tapos nanonood nanonood sa kanila kami tapos manonood sa amin sila. <laughs> <laughs> so parang parang ano na lang dati parang courtesy na lang na opo oh, siya kahit mauna ka wag ka muna di ka pa naman umuwi ah kasi panoorin mo pa yung unang bala nakakaya kung umuwi ka kupal mo naman di ba kung umuwi ka so yun so yung mga ganun during mga times na yun na tumatambay kami nakakausap kami si Eric tapos syempre kami ni Jokes curious kami parang kumikita yun ba yung ganyan kasi ang tagal yun na sa business you must be making money to be in it this long but contrary to popular belief di ba Mayrex was is just a side venture of of the owners, diba? So that's why they could afford to like put it up na for the love, diba? Wala I don't think really walang I don't think may bar talaga na tumatagal dito na na hindi for the love na money making. Kahit nga hard rock nagsara na yata yung hard rock, diba? So, diba? Oh, so, parang ganun. And I think yung I think one thing then let's say common thing ng mga lahat ng mga bar owners here locally Number one for the love nila ginagawa yan. Number two, it's not um, it's not their main source of income because you will never survive if that's your main source of income. Kahit mag-isa ka lang, kahit wala kang pamilya, wala kang anak, di ka mabubuhay dyan. Tapos, pang-apat doon, I think, malaking bagay din yung ano. Let's say like si Eric, Mayrix. If I'm not mistaken, alam ko parang ano nila eh, parang I think that was their building. I'm not sure, di, di, you can, I can be mistaken, pero parang ganun. So doon pa lang meron ka na parang medyo may head start ka ng content na you don't have to pay. Hindi ka strict na kailangan magbayad ng rent kasi sa'yo yung lugar. I think to some extent, I think as Sagiho is that, is that ano rin eh, ganong setup na yung Sagiho. So, I think that plays a big part because if you were to pay like rent na malaki, na constant, mahirapan ka eh. In our case, Route 196, we're fortunate enough na mabait yung landlord namin na hindi kami tinataasan ng rent. Na the, the, the landlord, our landlord sa Route 196, although hindi amin yung lupa, our landlord is very reasonable na alam naman niya na time na hindi na kami talaga, we're not raking it in. So very lenient siya sa rates sa rent. So malaking bagay yon talaga. Also, it sort of means na medyo supportive din si landlord, no? Na she sort of understand or he or she understands kung ano yung ginagawa niyo talaga na it's not really uh, hindi kayo lumalangoy sa pera sa madalit sabi. <laughs> yes, totoo yun. Alam naman niya eh na ano, hindi kami hindi naman kami kumikita I mean, kumikita enough yung company to to keep it afloat umikot yung pera but it's not really like na parang kami mismo kumikita doon, di ba? Kasi fortunately enough we have our other source of income na hindi kami dito maasa. Kasi pag dito ka umaasa, hirap, di ba? Isip mo, lima kami, magkano lang, magkano yung kikitain namin dyan kung dito kami umaasa, di ba? <laughs> well, uh, take, uh, so, when you, aku- nung kayo na yung nag-run, nung kayo na nung mga partners, um, syempre, it's, it's, it's also very exciting na, okay, tayo na to. Uh, what were hmm. the, what, ano yung ng frame of mind yun noon? Like, what were the common, uh, I don't want to say problems, but very common challenges or common, yung changes na gusto nyong, of course, you want to set your bar apart from the other venues. Ano yung na, napag-meetingan yun na, okay, we'll make this better, ito gagawin natin. Ano, ano yung mga unang mga plans nyo? Tapos nasunod ba yung mga plans na yun, na derail or ano? Uh, sa, sa amin, uh, parang medyo meron kaming, conscious effort na going kahit pa paano maganda yung tunog sa Route 196. Hindi namin yan na-establish, I mean na-achieve 100%, pero we tried the best that we could with whatever resources we had. Kasi syempre, as, ba, as, ano, as uh, tayo sa band scene, I'm sure na-experience na rin natin lahat. Natugtugan na natin yung pinakamula sa pinakabagan na gamit hanggang sa pinakamasagawang gamit. <laughs> so, kahit paano, we want to, we want to, and, we, and tayo, we really hate it na tumutugtug tayo sa mga pangit na, na gamit na bar, di ba? Nainis tayo sa tugtog. So, parang as musicians, naisip namin na as much as possible, let's try na maiwasan na magbabigay yung ganong pangit na experience sa mga tao. Siyempre, minsan, ma- mahirap din na patunogin kasi siyempre, constraint ng gamit at lahat. But we we really made a cautious effort like nag-hire kami. Before kasi parang isa lang sa mga uh, wait staff naman yung pumipihit eh. 
parang parang ganun. Yeah. So nag-conscious effort kami na kumuha kami talaga ng ano ng every night na may prod, kumuha kami talaga ng guy na marunong pumihit. Like ngayon, a regular namin si Robert, siya yung ano um one of the mga crew ng Sponge Cola na pumipihit sa Sponge Cola during live gigs. So at least may tao talaga na may tenga na marunong na ano marunong pumihit, marunong mag-ayos ng board, marunong mag-set up. Hindi lang yung parang before na dati nga si Mads yung pumipihit, eh, would you believe there was a time si Mads yung pumipihit. Nothing against him pero that's not his line of of expertise, di ba? So mahirap siya mag-troubleshoot. Pero ngayon, nag-conscious effort talaga kami na nag-invest kami sa bagong board a few years back na yung naka-iPad na yung board tapos okay na yung mga base app, maayos na. So, yun. So, for us, we really can't set apart ourselves from other bars na, let's say, sa look or ano. Kasi, I mean, all bars have their own looks naman talaga and, and feel. So, kami sa sound system, we try to make our, our best effort talaga na pagandahin yung tunog. Yun. Actually, there may, uh, may, may certain <laughs> charm yung... Um, as much as much as musicians joke about yung mga venues na like I remember dati ako kung ang ang favorite kung pagdiskitahan na venue was Freedom Bar, eh, di ba? <laughs> or ano? <laughs> Pero may certain charm, uh, lalo na nanakukuha ko sa Route One Nine Six is dahil it's a very simple place, maliit lang siya, low ceiling. You don't really need the best gear; you just need decent gear. Ang dali niyang patunogin na mm. parang kumbaga yung punk rock rule na dude, lakas mo lang. Na mm. taas mo lang and easy siya to maintain. Nagkaroon, did you ever consider ba na changing the layout or ano, uh, naging usapin ba yon? And I'm sure may mga overzealous friends then and people you know na, na bro, lakihan mo kaya yung ganto Tibakin mo kaya yung mga ganyan? Was that ever an option or did you all already like fall in love dun sa simplicity nung lugar? Um, gets kita. Actually, same sentiments tayo. Gets ko yung charm na parang, di ba, parang wala namang, wala namang, ano eh, wala namang amp dun na nakaline in eh. Di ba? Ah. Dun, it's just, it's basic acoustic sound nung amp. Ah, Kung ano yung tunog ng amp mo, ng guitar amp, ng bass amp, yung bass amp, hindi naman naka-line in yan eh. Yun na lang talaga kung ano yung buga niya. So yun yung charm din ng place na yun nga, punk rock type na, basta ano lang, manggagaling sa amp yung tunog, tapos yung vocals lang talaga yung naka-line in, di ba? Pero eventually, ginawa namin na yung bass ni-line in na rin namin. Tapos para, para tapos naglagay na rin kami ng monitors para medyo hindi nagsa-strain yung mga kumakanta. Uh, layout-wise, uh, we were, before before you know before tong quarantine if you know, if you recall sa route diba there's this parang lower area when you go in diba may parang area pababa tapos it's divided by this glass parang uh wall diba wall para may parang frame lang tas may may glass yeah. we were planning to remove the glass na ano uh, all together kasi yung glass malaking bagay siya hirap ng talbog nung nung salamin sa sound eh. so yun Yun yung mga ganun lang, but layout-wise of changing the area of the stage, wala. Parang nine-love na rin kami dun sa, dun sa spot, dun sa setup. And I think it works naman for for the place. One of one of my favorite stories sa Root is, uh, I remember before nang tumutugtog intolerant dun, we liked it so much kasi sabi ko, dude, andayit lang, lalo na for a metal band, diba? Sabi ko, dude, puno na yung tunog. Tapos, mm. sa, saan ka pa makakatugtog na in the middle of a song, kaya mong abutin yung order mong beer, di ba? Nandun sa bar. Sabi ko, dude, perfect yun. Hindi na yung dadaan pa yung, ano, dadalin yung drink mo. Pero, ikaw personally, as a musician, what uh, what are your fondest memories of of Root? Yung mga gig nyo dun? Because I know there's been a few, uh, especially ako, ang, ang favorite ko noong, it was Worms at Eli Buendia, you did a set there na, again, uh, ikaw, anong fond memories mo about Root 196? Um, yeah, yung isa doon yung kay Ellie nga, yung tumog, yung tumugtog kami doon with Ellie and it was really ano kasi si Ellie, hindi naman yan I mean, hindi naman tumutudod ng Route 116. Eh. <laughs> so, para it was really fun for Oh, diba? It was really fun for us na ano na makasama siya na yun nga, share, we we shared we shared the stage with him. Okay, yun. And for me actually more than yung our gigs mga memorable sa akin yung mga gigs na napapanood ko dun ng ano na ibang banda like I think one isa sa mga legendary na ano dun, legendary na kwento dun sa Route 196 was may isang 
uh, I think yung last last live gig ng parang farewell gig na Sugar Free. Mm-hmm. I think isang isang leg yata yung Route 196. And it was so so packed na ano na yung tao nung na mention mo nga diba na yun na yung place na tutugtog ka na pwedeng abot yung order mong beer diba eh yung at that time sobrang packed na eto I kid you not the waiter had to go through the roof may butas kasi yung bubong eh naglagay ng tali sa ano sa bucket ng beer tapos seryoso to ni lower yung tali kay Ebe ganun ka absurdo yung dami ng tao na the waiters could even get to the bar from the bar to the stage yun isa parang where where would where, where other what other bar would could that have happened in diba so parang absurdo pero yung mga ganun na memorable na kwento <laughs> uh, one thing na i think um ta- I, I like something you said kanina na na realize mo lahat nung naging own nung naging owner ka na naging part owner ka is one thing na na, na, na realize ko about places like route 196 also is yung mga bandang not necessarily nabibigyan ng chance especially prods uh, ang 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 i don't want to say maluwag yung sistema ng root but parang naka-ready ang root na suportahan yung prod eh, even if it's a prod you've never heard of mm. and ano um would you say na it's sort of, like you said you use use the word you the phrase kanina paying it forward uh is it because nakaka-relate kayo doon na Siyempre now, uh, especially for younger kids, parang, oh, eh, itchy worms naman, si Kel naman yan, they're, they're a big band. Pero does it remind you, uh, na, no, no, is it nostalgic for you na, tangin na dati nung nagsimula din banda namin, ganyan din eh. Do, do, do you find yourself feeling that way? Kaya parang advocacy nyo is to help the little guy out, parang ganun. Actually yan, sobrang sobrang sakto yung sinabi mo. Actually ikaw na ikaw na yung sumagot ng tanong ng tanong mo. <laughs> pero yeah, pero that that's actually that's exactly how we feel. Na naalala namin before eh, nag kami nung sa Exurms, um one of our memories then na pumila kami sa Mayricks ng 2 PM on a Saturday to audition. So hapon yon sa Mayricks. So yan, yung ganun, yung ganung tipo na ano, mas strict pa nga yung Mayricks kasi sa Route 196 eh. <laughs> <laughs> Pero yung tama yung sayo mo eh. We're but we're parang maluwag in the you know in the, in the sense na I think the prod format is the best way to go for for ano eh, for uh, I mean yung getting people to play lang, diba? Kasi iba let's say ato, I forgot. I forgot to mention. Yung sa Route 196 eh, yung business model namin doon sa sa pagbubuk ng projects. Yung prod lang kausap namin and the, and we really don't have any creative, let's say control over who the prod wants. So, halimbawa, yung prod gusto mag, mag-book ng, halimbawa, uh, tatlong, ano, tatlong pop acts, tapos bigla may tatlong metal sa banda. Wala kami yung problema doon. Basta, prod naman nila yan. So, wala kaming say doon. Diba? We really, we, we really just curate it in the sense na, kinakasun namin yung mga prods and we get, uh, we, we get yung mga prods na kakilala, na, na nakikilala through the scene na meron silang mga hatak din na iba-ibang banda. Kasi, kami rin, lahat kami, may iba-iba kaming ginagawa. So it would really be tedious for everyone to, let's say, kung everyday may tugtug kang limang banda, so that's like um, times six, that's like 30 bands a week na kausap mo times 420 bands. That's just basically too hard to do, di ba? Kesa yung isang tao, isa na nakausap mo isang araw para siya nabahala, di ba? Kasi ang alam ko, ang alam ko hanggang ngayon na, I think 70s Bistro does that eh, na sila yung mismong kumakausap sa every day, every day na nagbubok. That's, I mean, very hands-on curation. Kami naman, parang, eh, hindi naman sa, parang gusto namin na ibang method, but kami, it's just, parang yun lang yung nag-work for us, kasi very time-consuming yung kausapin mo lahat ng banda sa isang gabi, di ba? Logistics wise, mahirap. And, nanganak na rin siya eventually into yung sasabi mo na, yun nga, yung mga bands, nagkaroon sila bigla ng venue, kasi we're not really that strict with with regards to kung sino man yung tutugtog, di ba? Pwede kayong metal na prod, pwede kayong uh, shoegazer na prod, pwede kayong classical na prod. We really don't mind. Basta lang, di ba? Isa na kausap namin sa gabing yun. And that setup, I think, makes it easier for everyone to get 
to get to play. Mm-hmm. Well, um, isa pang magandang, well, we were talking about the prods uh, doon sa Route 196 na naging home. Uh, do you remember, of course, you had your memorable gigs, pero do you have any memorable artists na, na you remember watching them na, uh, oh, taga na, bago to ah. Uh, sino to? Ganyan-ganyan. Tapos, next thing you know, parang sumabog na pala sila. Kasi remember that claim to fame ng Merix years ago where all great bands are born. I think that's applicable for every venue. Eh, na bawat venue, oh, may nauna dyan na dati, hindi sikat, pero takin na, ngayon, malaki na, ganun. <laughs> okay, sa akin, yung isa sa mga, ano, na bihira lang makakita ng banda na, ano, na, na yung tumama yung prediction ko na, uy, okay to, tapos sisikat to. Kadalasan, yung pagano'y hindi nangyayari sa akin eh. So, yung isang banda na, ano, na proud ako na nakita ko yung potential nila was yung Sud. Kasi yung Sud, napapanood ko na yung Sud before pa sa Route 196. Kita ko na, before, even before their, their, ano, their, yung crossover hit nila sa, ano, sa radio, yung maunang kanta pa nila. Kasi set up nila, bilang may sax sila, tapos medyo suabe na, malanding music na suabe lang, di ba? Na it was really new at that time. So, nung nakita ko, Psycho, this is something different. Psycho, pwedeng pumatok to. And true enough, pumatok sila. And I was really parang proud nung, nung nakirinig ko na sila sa radio. Kasi, yun yung sa Spotify ko lang, saka sa Route naririnig dati na kung gusto ko sila mapahingan, pupunta ako sa Route 196 or papahingan ko yung songs nila sa Spotify na at that time, isa lang yung naka-upload. So, paulit-ulit-ulit kung pinapahingan yung kanta nila. Hanggang sa yung time na, yun nga, nasa radyo, pinapatugtog na sila eh. Kasi, pag na, ito, pag ano pa, suma, nasa, nasa ano ako, nasa labas ako, sumakay ako, let's say, ng cab at marinig ko yung isang kanta, para sa akin, yun na yung sign na you, you fucking made it, di ba? Kasi, pinapatugtog ka sa taxi eh. Di ba? So, parang, okay na yun eh. Kung, kung, narinig, kung, narinig, kung pinapatugtog ka doon, ibig sabihin, narinig ka ng maraming tao. So, before kasi, parang tayo, happy na tayo sa, let's say, ano, napatugtog dahil sa NU, parang for me, okay na yun. Pero in the grand scheme of things, talaga kung gusto mo mag-reach ng, ng ngayon at yung time na yun na talagang mass, ano, mass consumption, kung marinig, yun yung magandang barometer eh. Marinig ka sa sa cab, diba? Okay na yun. Isabihin, and at that time, maraming beso sila napahinggan sa taxi na ano, yung kanta nila. And so, par- I, proud ako sa, proud ako sa, ano, sa kanila no, na sa Route 196 isa sa mga venues na una nilang tinugtugan. Um, it's, uh, I'm not, hindi uh, ako sure actually kung tatanungin ko about the next question. Although, since uh, we're, we're, we're talking casually naman, what did it ever come to a time na because it's different kapag musikero ka lang eh. um and and the reason why i ask is it, it happened to me a few years ago iba yung kapag yung nandoon ka na behind the scenes especially you guys you run a venue ako at the time uh, i was working with pulp na somehow the experience leaves you jaded ng konte na uh, as an owner, I can imagine na, oh, yeah, galing ng band nito, pero tangin nito, maninira ng gamit to. <laughs> or, um, yeah, okay itong band nito, pero tayo nito, kupal, pag nalalasing, nagwawasak na, whatever. How do you, nangyari ba yung time na yun? Do you remember stories without naming names? Or, and how do you manage, ang curious din ako is how you manage to remain positive because, not all people parang nakaka-bounce back from that being yung naging jaded ka na, na parang nagkakaroon ka ng somehow bitterness towards, ano eh, di ba? Na, ano. So, nangyari na ba yun? Are there, are there funny stories na talagang nag-stick out sa'yo na, ah, putay na ba, nandito, markado sa akin to, or whatever. <laughs> Ay, actually, nakakatawa na i-bring up mo yun kasi I'm sure in your, in your, ano naman, in your case nga, yung you, you wore two hats. Isa kang tumutugtog, tapos you're, you're with pulp din, di ba? So, ang dami rin ganong na parang, tangin na to, i-interviewin ko to, kupal to eh. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 kami rin, parang meron din kami mga ganun in the sense na, ano, na, yun nga, may parang banda kami, may mga certain bands kami na parang wary na kami, na parang, pucha, eto eto mareklamo to eh kailangan mareklamo sa gamit tong banda ganun 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 may mga banda pa diyan na maano na kasi yung isang partner namin si Nicole 
active, siya yung pinakabata sa amin, so siya yung active sa mga Twitter, mga gano'n, social media. So, yun, nakakasagap siya ng mga, ano, nakakasagap siya ng mga tweets na the night before may banda na tumugtog, tapos dinidiss yung gamit ng Route 196, pangit ng gamit. So, hindi mo maiwasan yan eh. And to some extent, para kahit papano, I'm, I'm kind of guilty then in that sense na nagreklamo sa mga gamit. But I guess nung time naman natin, wala naman tayong social media to like, bitch about it the next day, di ba? Uh, <laughs> Pero sa atin, parang tayo-tayo lang nagkakwentuhan. Yeah. <laughs> so parang point, maraming, maraming mga na kwento rin. Tapos yung tama rin yung sa'yo, yung sabi mo na, ano, may mga banda na, tangin na, maninira ng gamit to eh. Ito talagang kinakrank up nyo to 12 yung amp eh. Yung ganun, <laughs> yung mga ganun na ano. So marami, marami rin, marami rin mga ganun. Tapos marami pa dyan yung mga yung mga nagsisira ng nagbabasag ng bote, paglasing na. Marami, marami. As in, maraming ganun. <laughs> Pero kami, parang, we just, parang, like what you said, na parang stay positive. Kasi parang we just detach ourselves from it. Kasi, end of the day, parang, kung magpa-apekto ka, hassle din yun eh. Next day, ikaw yung apektado siya. Pag-iising niya, may hangover siya. Nakalimutan na niya yung ginawa niya. Ikaw, apektado ka pa rin. <laughs> so, ganun. Uh, ano yung ano like how where I know it's major silly question she pero like uh, yeah we touched ba- we we tackled it a bit kanina yung the future of the live setting or ano pero let's say everything the dust settles everything's ano what are the things you want to achieve pa with uh, route one nine six siguro yung route one nine six ano um I'd like to make it ano um isa sa mga, kasi yung Route 196, I think it's just one of the last, parang, I don't know, bastions of uh, local music na kung saan ka pa tumugtog na wala kang, na wala kang label or wala kang, in, independent, gano'n. I think natitira na lang is, sa QC ah, natitira na lang is, Taba, Route, 70s Bistro. Meron pa bang iba? Kung meron man, wala na ako maisip. <laughs> ah, ah, meron pa yung most, yung most. Mm, yes, yes. Uh... Most. Yung meron isa yung Black Black Kings wala na yata wala, wala na yata yon kasalanan ata namin na exit ng eksena namin dito <laughs> <laughs> pero yon i think i just want it to be ano na lang parang sana magtagal siya as one of the venues na natitira kasi Makati wala na it's just sa Giho tapos i think you can name it will you can name sa isang kamay mo na titirang tugtugan talaga natin sa eksena natin na yung banda kasi yung mga tipong show band, marami namang venues yan eh, di ba? Pero yung mga para sa atin na yung circle natin na type of musicians, type of bands, iilan na lang talaga. So, sana, ayoko naman sabihin na iset apart yung route. Gusto ko lang na maset up, hindi maset apart eh, more parang sabay-sabay na lang mag yung, ano, yung longevity ng lahat. Kasi kung mamatay isa-isa yan, yung mga musicians din ang kawawa. Isa sa natutugtog, di ba? Uh-huh. So yeah, well, there was a, a few, maybe a few years ago in the recent years, medyo nagpigil lang hininga lahat ng tao kasi medyo nagsunod-sunod yung pagsara ng mga venues. Eh. Um, uh, checkpoint in the South folded. Um, nag, nag, tapos talagang struggling. Uh, nagkaroon pa ng mga kwento-kwento na, na Sagiho wasn't doing well. And it wasn't because... Um, it was because of a lot of things, eh, diba? technology, YouTube, and whatnot. Um, and I know you already mentioned kanina na it's a labor of love. Pero sa tingin mo, ano yung, ano yung hangganan or parameters? I don't mean to be dark about it, pero what do you think are the factors na ikaw personally uh, na you would feel na, okay, it's time to call it a day or... Or maybe, ano na, uh, like, uh, ano yung signs na you're praying that won't happen? And would you consider rebranding it na, kunwari, naging in na naman yung R&B, ganun, tapos people say, Kel, alam mo, mag-line up ka ng mga R&B band na lang, ganyan. <laughs> are there certain parameters or are there certain uh, occurrences that you fear that they might come when you'd say, na, you know what, guys, ano, call it a day na lang. <laughs> Siguro, Siguro for me, parang mas una akong call it a day kaysa yung gagawin ko siya parang show band place. <laughs> <laughs> parang if ever mangyari yun, siguro not, not on our watch, siguro, diba? Parang not on our watch. Siguro na lang if ever, if ever we pass it on to the next generation, 
if that's their trend, then sila. But ako, parang dami nang gumagawa ng R&B, din na nakailangan isa pang gagawa, di ba? At least tayo, we have our own venue for for your music na ano na hindi na hindi mainstream man lang, di ba? Pero yung yung goal ko eventually syempre, I don't to be honest, coming lahat naman we don't ano, we don't um see ourselves ano um forever nandito sa sa root, di ba? So in much as the same, in as much as the same way na yung previous owners naman eventually passed it on to us. Kami naman, parang, kami parang nag-middle. Actually, yung nung pinasa sa amin kasi, nila Jugs, nila Sol, nila Ted, parang isang buong bagsakan na pinasa sa amin eh. Na talagang, kumbaga sa, sa, sa basketball, sinab mo yung buong starting five mo eh. Uh-huh. Para ganun, sub agad. At least ngayon, meron kami with, with Nicole, meron kami parang may new blood kami na sinama sa lineup na habang nandun pa kaming mamatatanda na hindi naman siya total na revamp, parang ganon. So eventually kami matatanda, we will eventually step out hanggang sa Nicole, si Nicole na eventually magiging matanda, tapos siya na yung kukuha ng mga bago. So I think in that sense, kaya naman mabuhay yung root tuloy-tuloy kung ganon. Kasi eventually, parang aabot tayo sa age na, ano eh. ako parang feeling ko nga, nandun na ako sa, kayo, hindi ko lang kung ganon kayo ni PV, pero ako na sa age na ako na parang, parang pa pa konti ng pa konti na yung percentage na pinapahingan kong bagong bagong music. Parang na-stacktown na sa mga kung anong trip ko na luma. Yun na lang pa ulit-ulit. I, do you do you experience the same uh, thing? Ako nag-fast forward na ako sa grumpy old man eh. Yung everything sucks na lang eh. <laughs> <laughs> pero pero, pero di ba imagine mo parang nung, nung days mo sa pulp you were reviewing stuff. So parang you were kind of quote unquote parang required to ano, to like listen to new stuff diba and i'm sure mimo mimo instances naman natutuwa ka sa new stuff diba lamang, pero lamang na lamang yung yung interested ka talaga na mm, parang 70 30 80 20 pa on a good month diba mm, kasi dati para may isang time consciously ako nakikinig ng bagong music parang since Spotify nandiyan, parang wala, for, my, for me, parang walang excuse na hindi makinig ng bago stuff. Kasi sa Spotify, diba, may Discover Weekly na mga based sa mga pinapahingan mo. But then again, yung Discover Weekly is based on sa mga preferences mo. Eh, na mga lumang kanta rin. So, kung mag, kung mag, ano sila, kung mag, bato sila mga kanta sa akin, yung mga tunog luma rin, <laughs> na tunog trip ko. So, parang narinig na umabot na sa age na yung, Dati kasi 50-50. 50-50, 50 luma, 50 bago. Hanggang sa 70-30 na lang, 80-20. Hanggang sa ngayon, parang wala na. Parang 95-5 na lang yung mga pinapahinggan ko na 5% na lang bago. Parang nandun na ako sa stage sa comfort zone ko, mga lumang trip ko na. Right. <laughs> so parang ngayon, so I think that's, that, that, that is the reason kaya yung mga bars, live music bars have to evolve from owner to owner. Kasi hindi, hindi talaga siya uubra pag yung matanda ka na. Kasi I think that's what happened to 70s Bistro for a bit. Na, nung panahon na tumutugtog kami doon, naabutan pa naman yung old school na mga lumang, ano eh, lumang owners eh, na, yung talagang, ano, tito na, yung mga tito levels na, kung ano na tayo ngayon. <laughs> <laughs> parang ganoon, parang naging tito levels na. So, parang eventually, they, they had, parang napag-iwanan sila, yung lineups, kumbaga parang, Ito, example na lang na pa. Halimbawa, yung sa Gihot saka, saka sa Root, let's say meron silang, um, let's say lang, uh, let's say Sino Sikat, parang ganon. Tapos yung 70s, the jerks yung lineup on a Friday night. Kasi Fridays yung jerks. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not dissing, I'm not dissing any, any, any lineup. Pero ibig sabihin, makikita mo lang yung disparity ng ano, ng, yung parang pagiging pag- updated. Na I think na if kami, hindi kami, hindi kami mag-evolve, magiging ganun din kami. So it's better off to pass it on to new new blood, which I think Bistro did. Na, Nagpunasan niya to newer newer owners who have parang more more feel of the current na ano, current na scene. Kasi dahil mga bagong banda na tumutugtog din sa Bistro na ngayon compared to before. In, in, I know it's gonna be hard uh, to, to answer it, but like uh, removing yourself from Route 196, uh, let's say Ikaw Kelvin as the musician, uh, what would you say um, were, of course, as an owner, maraming stories, but as a musician, like what were your best Route 196 stories? Bilang tumugtog dun, bilang musikerong tumugtog dun. 
Um, yung mga masayang gig doon yung ano, yung actually extreme eh, parang may mga gigs kami doon na sobrang daming tao na sobrang saya. Meron na kami gigs doon na lima lang nanood, pero lahat sila sobrang saya, yung limang yun na nanood na hindi namin crew. <laughs> so mga sampu sila. <laughs> so parang doon, parang iba-iba eh, parang may mga times nga na, na, na napapaisip ako na mas gustuhin ko pa yung may sampung tao na very into your set kaysa may isang daang tao ka na wala, naka, nakatingin lang sa'yo at nagkakwentuhan na at walang pake sa'yo. Would, would, as a musician, would, don't you feel the same? Yeah. Uh, ano eh, parang walang nagko-compare talaga dun sa point na alam mong legit na listener. Yung, yun nga, like you said, eh, may, may venues talaga sobrang packed pero mas malakas pa yung kwentuhan dun sa tugtog eh, di ba? Na... Uh, as as uh, well, looking back now, because uh, it been it has been a few years since you took over. Um, would you say na again a very it's seemingly dark question, but like but what it ended now? Let's say tamina hindi na na lift ng quarantine na to, and somehow you had to pull the plug. Would you say that uh, uh, good skena na would there still be regrets or something na feeling mo di pa nagagawa or would you be good na rin naman? For me, ano, I'd be good, to be honest. Kasi I think we were able to do stuff na beyond our expectations. And marami kami mga, marami kami mga innovations na nagawa dun sa Route 196. Like, isa sa mga pinaka-proud namin na nagawa was yung nilipat namin yung bar sa labas. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, tapos it's nagkaroon na ng hamburger and barbecue and everything. I, I was about to mention that in one of the best decisions. Like. <laughs> <laughs> isa yun sa mga, ano, sa mga proud kami na nagawa, na naisip namin. Actually, yung, isa sa, yung isang partner namin, si Wako, siya yung actually nakaisip na parang, why not turn, kasi before it was parang, hindi ko alala nyo yung naging parang Jack Daniels room siya, eh, parang ganun, for a bit. Tapos naisip namin parang, naging stock room, naging tambakan. Parang, naisip namin, why not make it the bar na lang in the kitchen. Tapos parang magiging parang take-out counter na lang siya. Tapos, kasi a lot of the feedback, like ako miso, pupunta ako doon, tapos maraming nanonood ng gigs. Pucha, pagkukuha ko ng beer, pag nag-order ako, paglabas sa akin, mainit na yung beer eh. Tapos paglasing na ako, pag-order ko ng beer, pagbalik ng beer sa akin, sober na ulit ako, ganun katagal yung, <laughs> ganun katagal yung beer. Diba? Parang 30 minutes to get your beer. Tapos, may mga innovations na ako ginawa na order akong limang beer na agad. Pero po siya, yung apat ang init na. Pangit na, di ba? So, so yun, parang we thought na parang, pero ito parang it was more of a, from a perspective ng customer na parang, why not make the, put the bar outside para everyone can just, you know, order beer, self-service, mabilis lahat. And true enough, nag-work naman siya kasi tumaas yung, ano, tumaas yung benta namin kasi people, people got their beers faster, people got drunk faster, people ordered for their next beers faster. So I think in that sense, okay na ako na nagawa namin yung some stuff na na-innovate namin na hindi nagawa ng previous owners. And I think music-wise, music, music wise, na, nagawa na rin namin yung lahat naman ng mga, ano, ng mga artists na gusto na patugtugin, na patugtug na namin. Nakapagpatugtug na kami ng, alam ko, for me, foreign act kami na patugtug eh. Yung, yung may yata tumugtug dun eh, I think. Para may parang fan day sila pero tumug- ended up like a five song acoustic impromptu gig. So technically international venue na yung Route 196. <laughs> <laughs> so okay na ako doon. Isa lang sana na ano na yung sayo mga yung kung may gusto mong magawa siguro it would have be siguro if ever before we call it a day gusto ko lang matry yung new normal type of gigs na how it would be na let's say uh, 40 people lang yung mga papasok, tapos the, the rest will be streamed na paid streaming. Kasi it, it's becoming a trend right now. Eh. Parang, alam ko si Erica Badu is right now, ang ginagawa niya ngayon yan na pay, 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 paid streaming na mga gigs from her house. Parang ganon. So I think may eventually baka maging ganun yung route if we were given the opportunity. Kasi realistically, I think ah, baka malay mo June pa tayo makalabas. So baka yung next gig natin July pa. <laughs> so yun so we'll see ako pero pero to answer your question kung today tinapos yung route 
Okay na ako. Well, hopefully hindi mangyari yun. Uh, uh, it sounds like a dark question, but uh, again, like crazy things happen to ECQ never in our lifetime could imagine mangyayari. Uh, what do you think, uh, as a final question, um, aside from na-realize mo kung sino yung mga cops, ano, what do you think are the valuable lessons naman na... That, that you learned na honestly you previously did not know tungkol sa sa mga venues or medyo unknowingly na take for granted mo na uh, about like owning a venue and being a venue for people na for a lot of musicians na not necessarily are big or or known ano yung ano yung pinaka mahalaga mong natutunan about being the owner I think ano um sa root one of the things na most important na na natutunan ko was yung ano yung the things that the the artists don't see behind the scenes like basics like yung magreklamo ako dati magreklamo ako parang oh bakit dalawa lang yung beer stub ko di ba magreklamo na ganun dati para pa malalasing ba ako dito sa dalawang beer stub at dalawang beer stub lang ako tapos Parang tutugtog na nga ako. Dalawa ng beer stop. Anyway, parang, parang ganun. Parang, di ba, common sentiment natin yan. Pero, kung isipin mo, sa point of view ng, ng bar, parang dalawang beer stop sa isang tao yan. Konti lang yan. Pero, sa isang banda, kung lima kayo sa isang banda, nagdalawang beer stop, sampung beer agad yan. Eh, kung limang, kung limang banda kayo sa isang gabi, edi eh, 50, 50 na beer agad yan. Tapos, so parang basically for ano yan, uh, dalawang parang basically dalawang case ng beer agad yan na nawala bibigay mo na sa ano yan, sa prod diba? so parang yung mga small things na nireklamo ko before as a person na tumutugtog sa mga bar na ko na yung mga ganun minsan hindi rin talaga magagawa parang hirap din yung may-ari ng bar kasi wala silang choice eh. parang as much as they as much as they'd like to give you free beer parang it's gonna eat up pa rin sa part of their expenses. Diba? So parang ganun din. Tapos isa rin sa mga na-realize ko na yung mga gamit na pangit sa mga bars, parang to some extent, hindi mo na sila masisisi kasi let's say, let's say sira yung base amp mo, pero ano na, kailangan mo nang bayaran yung staff mo. Siyempre, uunahin mo muna yung staff mo. Diba? Kasi hindi mo naman pwede sabihin na parang sa staff mo na, oi ano ah, next week ka na magsweldo kasi kailangan ko muna ayusin yung, yung base up eh. Diba? So parang, ang hirap lang kasi nangyari is parang the moment na may extra cash na yung, yung operations mo, there's something that will go wrong. Like, biglang, let's say, may extra cash ka. Uy, may extra cash ako. Tapos na yung ano, tapos na yung payroll, tapos na yung bills. Pero, kala mo yung extra cash ka, biglang, ay po siya, sira yung kick drum. Butas na, kailangan ko bumili ng bago. So parang, it's an yung bar yung bar management bar operations is a never ending parang cycle ng iba't ibang hindi ba problems pero iba't ibang concerns that will that tend to end up parang as expenses sirang gamit uh, repairs bilang may isang beses pa parang kala ko oy okay na tayo for this month meron na tayong extra na ano na na cash pang cash flow natin bilang pucha barado bigla yung banyo <laughs> so parang laging may problema talaga. So parang hindi mo talaga, lahat ng maisip mong problema mayayari sa'yo, sirang banyo, sirang base amp, butas na skin, nabasag yung ilaw, yung mga ganun na di mo, di mo nalang kasi bilang barado yung lababo kasi may sumuka. Yung mga, yung mga ganun. So yun, parang fun siya, in the, in, fun siya pero parang eventually parang ano eh, parang kailangan mo realize na ano, Hindi siya ano, hindi siya pag meron kang na-experience na hassle sa isang bar, don't think of it as a musician as a, as a performer as an artist, don't think of it as trip lang gawin niyan sa iyo ng ano, ng management na kupal lang sila. I'm sure there's a reason behind that. The fact na pangit yung base app is because they have like to fucking fix the the urinal na sinukaan the night before. <laughs> yung mga ganun, so yun. So kailangan natin intindihin 'yan. <laughs> so yeah, I loved how you you mentioned uh, yung mga ganong bagay because honestly hindi siya may isip na musikero eh. like uh, 
musicians can be bitches then no <laughs> na, na they they uh, of course uh, respect to all musicians but minsan nagiging one sided eh they there there's some sense of entitlement na to na tumugtog na nga ako wala nang ambayad or whatever ano so it's good insight i'm actually done with the serious questions pero may mga stupid questions din ako na ila lightning round ko na lang uh, pinaka late mong natapos na inuman sa route 196 uh, 6 a.m. 6 a.m. may nakasuntukan ka na ba sa route 196 or away wala wala i'm a peace loving guy pinaka pinaka sikat na celebrity na nakita mo sa Route 196 Ah, celebrity. Uh actually yung ano yung may isang foreign ano eh teka. Skip sige, hindi ko maiisip ano sa skip. Kaya <laughs> natin 'yan. Uh pinaka matinding sumuka/nagkalat sa Route 196 Hindi ko alam yung kung sino pero sa CR ng babae may sumuka sa lababo. <laughs> Thing. Napaka unbecoming of a woman. <laughs> uh, pinaka madalas mong regular na musikero na laging naglalasing. Maliban sa akin. Uh, aside from you, Shep. <laughs> oh, si, ano, si, si, si Ted ng Sponge Cola. <laughs> pinaka banda na nag-enjoy ka sa Route 196 that you can remember. Ako, ano, Jensen and the Flips. Bandang pinaka-hindi ka nag-enjoy sa Route 196? Chichi Worms. <laughs> Dahil double duties. Hindi, totoo yun ha. Kasi para, ano, parang, ever since naging partner ako, parang hindi na, it's, it, it doesn't feel the same anymore. <laughs> I don't know why. Pinaka-masayang, <laughs> uh, pinaka-masayang um, ah, pinaka prod sa experience mo. Ah, meron, meron kami natugtugan na ano, bumuo ako ng isang project band para sa isang gig ni Bell Certeza, yung John Mayer Night na Continuum Album Tribute. Yun. Wow. Seryoso. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, finally, uh, pinaka masarap na meal na menu item na kinain mo sa Route 196? Well, of course, yung uh, signature naman yung Devil Chicken. Okay yun. Kailangan, so after ECQ, punta tayo lahat sa route, libre ka kayo ng devil chicken. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Pero sagot niyo yung red horse ko. <laughs> Logi kayo sa akin dyan. <laughs> Alright, uh, we talked to uh, Kelvin Yu of uh, Route 196 and of course of the Itchy Worms. Uh, thank you so much, Kelvin, for guesting on Behind the Stage. Meron ka bang gustong i-promote, by the way? Um, assuming na by the time this comes out, uh, baka nasa ECQ pa tayo or may activities ba na nakaplano for Root or Itchy Worms? Uh, for Itchy Worms, uh, we're, we're doing like uh, everything online right now. So we're, we're recording uh, some tracks for a single that we'll be releasing online. And so about it, just check out our uh, Facebook and Instagram pages. For Root 196 naman, We're ano we're working on some projects na in preparation for when the quarantine is lifted. So we're planning some um some uh, medyo parang quote unquote innovations sa live ano sa live uh live venues. So we're planning some ano some setups na I think we can still uh, accommodate kahit meron tayong social distancing even after if after this uh, quarantine is over. So ano, stay tuned lang and ano and um, let's hope for the for the best para sa lahat ng mga live music venues kasi aside from the fact na wala matutugtugan yung musicians these live music venues also em- employ a lot of other people on their payroll so the fact na walang walang gigs walang work so kawawa na tayong lahat i mean and especially yung mga ano yung mga employees ng mga live music venues So let's just stay home and hope this all this shit gets over with soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'd like to remind everybody again, uh, support the Itchy Worms. Uh, follow them, uh, show them some love on Facebook and on Instagram, of course. And of course, Route 196, uh, the service that they do for musicians uh, behind the stage as well. And uh, we'd like to remind everybody, uh, may Facebook page at may Instagram page ang, ano, you know, ang, ang Route 196. Ah uh, yes, uh, Route 196 hanapin nila sa ano, just search for Route 196 sa uh, Facebook and we're also on Instagram. Hanapin niyo lang Route 196.
So you can stay stay tuned sa mga social media accounts. So far, wala pa namang gigs. So <laughs> if you follow our accounts, parang nagre-repost na kami ng mga music articles and stuff. So, yun. All right. This has been Joey D and Kelvin Yu on uh, for Behind the Stage. And we'd like to remind everybody, Behind the Stage is recorded, produced, and released by Big Baby Studios. And uh, thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Well, you'll hear from us next time here on Behind the Stage. This episode of Behind the Stage was produced, recorded, and distributed under quarantine by Big Baby Studios. Stay safe and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>